This podcast is brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com, the leading online publication for risk management and security professionals within federal, state, and local government agencies. For years, Vermont has used third parties to conduct risk assessments on state government IT. Now the state is moving to conduct its own risk assessment. Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of GovInfoSecurity.com, and I'm pleased to be speaking once again with Chris Raleigh, Vermont's State Chief Information Security Officer. Welcome back, Chris. Hi, thank you for having me. How long has the state relied on third parties to conduct risk assessments, and why are you assuming that responsibility now? The state has relied on third parties to do risk assessment for many years, as long as we've conducted risk assessments. We've decided to start using risk, doing our own risk assessment for a number of reasons. With having third parties do risk assessments, there's no history. Third party comes in, they do the risk assessment, uh, the agency has to do the work, they hand over their data, the third party goes off, creates the uh, document, and hand it in at the end of a couple of months, and it costs the state a significant amount of money to have that done. The state is left with this large document that is then gone through by the IT departments, the business group, and whatever information wants, you know, that they want to glean from it is taken. The information is distributed and the risks are pulled out and whatever risk mitigation or assessment that wants to be dealt with is dealt with. Unfortunately, there's no kind of history there. Once that's dealt with, there's a year later, two years later, you can't go back and say, well, where are we now? Have we improved or haven't we improved? By doing your own assessment, you can look at where you were, rerun an assessment on an annual basis, look at things. You can go back, you can run various reports. You can look at the assessment from a different viewpoint. You can look at it from an IT perspective. You can look at it from a business perspective. You can look at it from what would someone in a C-level want to see. You can pull pieces out of it much easier using a tool versus just this paper log of information. Another part of doing a risk assessment on your own is there's a wonderful transfer of knowledge. By having security work with agencies and departments personally, you can go out and allows the security person or people to interact with agencies and departments and talk about security, talk about different aspects of security that isn't discussed when you have a third party working with them. You can educate people on security, tell them about best practices, tell them about how they can best implement security into the situations that they are working in. And then also it works the other way as well with having them tell you about their situation that you may be unaware of. So there's a great knowledge transfer that that occurs by being able to do an assessment on your own. It also helps to build a great trust base. You know, they get to trust you, you get to trust them. It helps to change the image of security. People look at security as the bad guy. Security is always the one that's telling people, oh, you can't do this or you can't do that because we are historically the enforcers. It just helps to build a better interactive relationship, especially if you're talking to these people in a working type of an environment. It helps them to get to know you as a person, and it helps to get to know them and help them understand why you're telling them that they can't do things, and it builds that understanding and it builds that trust. You know, when you say something to them about, no, you can't do this, and there's a reason behind it, then they trust the reason and it just builds a much better collaborative relationship. What did the state 
IT organization need to do to be conducting its own risk assessments in terms of personnel, tools, and training? Well, one of the first things we had to do was to get the tools to do this. We did um, obtain a tool. It's called RSAM. It's a risk assessment tool. It is a, it's an SQL database. We host it, reason being that it is the state's data and we want to have control of it. We want to know where it is and we want to have access to it and we want to be able to secure it the way we choose to. We have built it. We built the workflow and designed it to meet our specific needs. It's a very powerful tool in that we can run reports on it that we choose to run. We can build it out further than where it is now. We can add things in. We can delete things out. And it can be manipulated in any way that we need or want to have the data entered and extracted. We have started out with pilot projects and working with pilot groups to see how the workflow of the tool is working. We wanted to make sure that it wasn't cumbersome, that the end user was able to interact with the tool easily, that it was user friendly, and that they were able to go in, do the workflow, that the feedback was appropriate, that to add another person into the questionnaire process was a simple process. We did load it with the NIST 853, which was chosen because of its broad base of questions that were security questions. Training went, the company itself actually has helped us tremendously with the training process. I've been training people to help train. We're going to be doing a large training program with this tool in the very near future where we're going to have a whole group of people in and do a large training. And then we're going to be rolling this out date-wide in phases. I have a project manager who is also helping with this. I have asked a number of the IT managers to be a part of this project. One of the things that's really important, and it's, it's actually critical, you can't do this without getting buy-in. If you don't have people who are supporting you in other departments, then, then you're not going to be able to do this. When you mention a risk assessment, it's like going up to somebody and saying that the, that the IRS is going to audit your taxes. And if you don't approach it correctly, it's like saying, I'm going to audit you. And people are like, why? I did everything right. I did what I was supposed to do. I answered all the questions, I think. I gave you all the information, I think. You know, but if you approach it in the right manner and you say, no, this is not a punitive thing. I'm not after you. I'm looking to help you, not hurt you. The purpose of doing this is to look for your strengths as well as your weaknesses. There may be financial benefits that come from this. If we can find and prove that there are things that you need to have improved and we can show evidence of this, then maybe there are things that we can you know, get, get financial help for you to improve those situations. To look for good things, not to punish you and say, oh, you did a bad thing. You have to approach a risk assessment with a very positive spin. And you have to also look at what are business needs, what are business requirements. It's not all about IT. So you have to make sure that you bring in the business people, the finance people, as well as the IT people. And you have to get buy-in from all of these people. And the way to do that is to involve them in the process. Bringing in teams of people is the way to get the support, and that's where you also get the personnel. They're positive about it, then the, the trickle-down effect is a positive trickle-down. The tool RSAM. Who is actually the people who are answering the questions? Are they IT people from different agencies? Or are they business people, a combination? It's a combination. It depends on what the question is. We have it loaded with the NIST 853 standard. There are over 700 questions in the NIST standard. 
It depends on what you're focused on at the moment. If you're focused on an application or a control, then the questions are going to be directed to IT people. If you're focused on a business application, then it would probably be the business people. I did a security risk assessment. Well, that was all security things. You can point the questions at anything that you choose to point it at. The goal is to have the majority of this done within the next year and a half. It will give us a 5,000 view, you know, foot view perspective, a 3,000 foot view perspective, and an on-the-ground view. It will give us a very good inventory of what we have as far as all of our applications, and it will be able to break it down per department, per agency, agency department, and then all the way up to the state level. It will give us the different per branch of government as well. So we'll have a really complete risk assessment for the state, and then we'll be able to do it on an annual basis. This initial year and a half will be, you know, the real pain point. It's the heavy lift of getting this done. And then after that is an annual review. That won't be so painful because then it's a matter of going in and just updating where we already are. Over the next five years from hopefully a state of risk assessment to risk management to risk mitigation. And that's the ultimate goal over the next five years. Is there a way to quantify potential savings? Absolutely. That's one of the um, ultimate goals of all of this. Once we get the assessment done, we can look at what where our risk points are. Once we can identify where the areas of risk are, there are a number, once you can apply some analytics to the risk, there are a number of equations that you can run this stuff through, and you can come out with various different types of financial savings that you can apply to different risks, depending on the mitigation that you can put onto it. You may find that you can consolidate something and eliminate some other, other piece of equipment that you don't need, because you have looked at your risk metrics and you say, wow, okay, we don't need to have this because this is actually causing a risk, so we can get rid of it. By applying something else over here, we can eliminate this risk, which is a mitigation, which, first of all, will save money because it gets rid of a risk, and maybe we can put something else in its place over here. That ultimately does maybe we can consolidate something so to spend as much money. On the business side, there, there will definitely be some other things that we can look at that will, you know, once you run the numbers through, we can find ways to save money as well. And finally, what lessons have you learned so far from this? I started this planning project about a year ago. One of my major concerns was pushback because of the reputation that risk assessments have. I've worked with a lot of people in the state, and I've done a number of other projects within the state. Everything else I've approached, you know, I, I do it in a collaborative manner. I don't do anything in a vacuum. You can't, not in an industry such as state government. So I decided that, you know, the best way to do this would be to approach it the same way I've approached everything else. I brought in as many people as I could think of that would be appropriate to start out with, and this has just grown. I have this training session coming up in a couple of weeks. I had a sort of kickoff meeting for the statewide project rollout. I invited, I don't know, it was probably around 10 people to this meeting. I have received numerous emails saying, oh, you know, I have five other people I'd like to invite. Is that okay? Well, it's kind of a point I had to change the venue because I have so many people coming to it because people are actually excited about this. They want to bring more people. They want people to see this product, this tool. They want people to understand how this works. 
I have just been very pleasantly surprised. It's because of the collaborative approach. In everything you do is to collaborate with people. Don't try to force things on people. It won't work. Our security department is a department of one. It is me. I have to rely on other people to help me. You know, every project that I do, I do with other people. I pull people up that I need to have help for the collaboration, and I need to have the support of other agencies, departments, and the leads in those agencies and departments, whether they be the business leads, the financial leads, the IT leads. I need those people on my side in order to do my job. And the only way to do that is to have their trust and have their support. And the only way to do that is to collaborate with those people. Well, thanks, Chris. Well, thank you very much, Eric. I appreciate your interviewing me. I've been speaking with Vermont State Chief Information Security Officer Chris Raleigh. For GovInfoSecurity.com, I'm Eric Chabro. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by GovInfoSecurity.com. For more interviews, breaking news, research, and educational webinars, please visit www.govinfosecurity.com.